Fiercely Flipping 50 is a premier podcast for high-achieving midlife women who know a great life doesn't happen by accident. It's something we create. If you've accomplished a lot in your life, but you need a little extra confidence and courage to achieve that next big dream, or maybe you're not sure that's possible for you in midlife and beyond, either way, this podcast is for you. In each episode, Certified Life and Health Coach Janelle J teaches you how to overcome fear, self-doubt, your own self-critical thoughts, and social conditioning so you can let go of anxiety and insecurity and boost your courage and confidence to get what you want in this next and possibly best part of your life. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to today's podcast. Today I'm going to dive in and I'm going to talk about feelings and emotions and how you can feel better about any situation in your life when you apply the principles that I'm going to teach you today. So learning about feelings and emotions, and I'm going to use these two words interchangeably, and my thinking is something that has really changed my life. I love to think about coaching as a miracle. Like it is such a miracle or has been such a miracle, changed so many things in my life and for me that I just think of it as, wow, this is such a miracle that I discovered coaching, that I get to use all of this to make my life, my relationships, my business, my health better. It's such a miracle. So it has allowed me to let so much of the stuff go and focus on who I want to be and what I want to achieve in this stage of my life. And what I'm going to share with you today is going to help you do that too. And learning about our thoughts and our feelings has been the biggest part of the coaching piece that has helped me make these changes and helps my clients make the changes too. So learning what creates feelings and what to do with them and how to manage them is something that should really be taught in school. It would save so much hardship in our lives if we knew about this from a young age. But before I jump into feelings and emotions, I want to introduce you to a coaching tool I use with my clients and myself. It's called the model. So hang on with me for a minute while I give you a quick intro to this tool because I'm going to be referencing it a lot today. I'm going to teach a little bit more about it in a future episode, but I don't want you to be completely confused. So this tool actually came from a mentor of mine, Brooke Castillo, and it's so useful. It's called the model. And basically, the tool itself, Brooke created, I believe, but the concepts of this tool are just universal personal development parts and pieces. So the model has five lines, always in this order, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results. There are two types of models. There's unintentional and intentional. And again, I'm going to talk a little bit about that later. 
but I just wanted to do that short introduction so so you kind of know where um, how this is working. So back to feelings and emotions. First, I want to tell you where your feelings come from. Most everyone, me included, believed believes that things happen outside of us and then we have a feeling. We give the credit for our feelings, good or bad, to the thing that happened to another person because we notice that our feelings happen in conjunction with the circumstance. So for example, if you've gained weight or someone says you've gained weight, then you might feel bad. You might feel sad. If someone makes a choice that we don't approve of, we can feel judgment. If a tornado hits, we feel scared. If we lose 10 pounds, we feel excited and happy. Or if we gain 10 pounds, we might feel frustrated. So it is. it totally feels like it's true that the thing outside of us is causing our feeling. But that's not what's causing our feeling. Those are examples of circumstances, and they are not actually what is triggering the emotion. What is triggering, triggering the feeling is the thought we have about it. So the circumstance is the thing that happens outside of us. It's a fact that everyone, all 7 billion people, 700 billion people, whatever there are in the world, can agree on. I like to tell my clients, everyone would agree on it in the court of law. So it can be the exact word someone says to you. The exact behavior of another person is a circumstance. Like she hit Joey. That would be a circumstance. The number on the scale, the amount of money you earned are all circumstances. Anything that's happening outside of us is a circumstance but it has to be factual, something everyone would agree on. A thought is not a circumstance because it's not a fact. Not everyone would agree on it. Saying he yelled at me is not a circumstance because we all have a different idea of what yelling is. I remember when my kids used to say, you don't have to yell when I asked them to clean up the for the hundredth time. But to me, I wasn't yelling. Even if somebody says something to me that we would all agree is mean, we're still not going to put that in the circumstance because maybe the person who said it doesn't think it's mean. Again, a circumstance is 100% fact. And here's the important part. Circumstances don't cause feelings. What circumstances do do is trigger our thoughts. So I'm going to go back to feelings in a minute, but to start with, I really want you to understand that feeling is caused by your thought about the circumstance. And this is so important because we feel, we believe our feelings are what drive, we, we know to be true. So... Our, we have a feeling, it's caused by our thoughts, okay? 
but our feelings cause our actions. All right? Our feelings 100% come from our thoughts. Now, sometimes people tell me that they don't think that they are even thinking a thought and our feelings come so quickly, it really doesn't feel like we are thinking a thought. But I promise you, you are, okay? And the more awareness you build around noticing your thinking, the more that you'll be able to see how the thoughts are connected to the feelings and to catch those thoughts. You can even stop and say, what am I feeling right now? What's the thought creating that, okay? So what creates feelings matters because feelings create everything else in our life. Feelings drive our actions. And what creates a feeling, again, is a thought. Okay? Everybody have that. I feel like I'm being so repetitive. But it's such an an important concept. And it's so new to most people. If somebody says something or does something you don't approve of, we would put that in the circumstance line of the model. Just the facts of it. If someone says, you're a terrible cook... Those exact words are the circumstance. Next is the thought about it. Like, that was a mean thing to say. Everyone says they like my cooking. What's wrong with her? Or maybe my thought is, you're the one who's a crappy cook. We have a thought like that, and then we feel an emotion of maybe shame or anger or embarrassment. Or maybe we have a thought like, who is she to judge? Or he shouldn't say anything like that. And these thoughts might cause us to feel defensive or angry. So notice in any given given circumstance, there's more than one feeling available because there's more than one thought available about the circumstance. And not every single one of us would have the same thought. Someone could say, you're a crappy cook, and I might feel totally okay with that because maybe what I prepared didn't come out as good as it could have, and I'm totally fine with being wrong about me, okay? In this case, there would be, there would be a, a feeling less of a negative emotion. So last night, I made, made dinner, and the rice that I made with it wasn't quite cooked, And my partner says, what is in this rice like that? And I said, I laughed and I said, yes. I said, it didn't get cooked all the way. And I said, it was kind of an experiment. It didn't turn out too well. And he says, yeah, this wasn't your best experiment. And I just laughed, okay? Because the thought I had about it was, yeah, it is kind of crappy, So the person's words are not what create our feeling. It's our thought about what they said that creates the feeling for us. Are you with me? Okay. Again, this is important to know because if the thing or person outside of us is what creates our feelings, then we have to try and control all the things outside of us and all the people outside of us in order to feel good. And I don't know if you've ever tried that, but I have, and sometimes I still do because I have a human brain, and even though I know all this, I sometimes forget. So 
It's extremely exhausting when we're trying to control everything and everyone, and it never works. There's just no way to ever control the opinions or behaviors of others. No one has figured out how to get everyone to only be nice all of the time, or to take action we wish they would take, or how to get all the things in the world to operate like we wish they would. But if you recognize that your feelings are created by your own thoughts in the first place, then you stop spending so much time trying to control the people and things and the world outside of you. Again, I still catch myself doing this all the time. My coach says, you know, that's a thought, right? And I'm like, no way. It has to be the circumstance. But when I really stop and examine it, I can see it's my thinking. Some people have a huge resistance to both negative and positive feelings and just ignore or push them away. But what I want you to know is that feelings aren't dangerous or bad on their own. They are just a normal function of the human body. They're just vibrations. When you think a thought, a chemical reaction, a chemical is released and it causes a reaction in your body. And this reaction is a vibration called a feeling. That's it. You just feel the side effects of the chemical. So a chemical like serotonin or dopamine will produce a good or positive vibration. Well, no neoepinephrine, I always have a hard time with that word, will vibrate as an intense anger. Okay, they're just chemicals released by our thinking. And it happens really fast. Thoughts have a vibration faster than anything in the universe. And I really encourage you to spend some time noticing that feelings are not dangerous. And in fact, when you just let yourself feel, especially the negative feelings, they actually go away quicker. It's also useful to know that feelings are not commands that you need to act on, right? Sometimes we feel something and we think we need to react right away. Feelings are just suggestions. Remember, they're created again by your thoughts, and your thoughts may or may not be useful or accurate. This is always work I'm doing with myself and my clients to notice the thinking, notice what's causing it, Notice if it's useful, if it's even accurate, and the results it's creating. Because everything that happens in our life is a manifestation of our thinking. So for example, if we have a negative motion, our response might be to take a negative action, like to insult someone back, or tell someone how selfish or insensitive they are, or even punch them in the mouth, right? None of these actions are likely useful. Nor is the f- is feeling happy and upbeat all the time. Life was meant to be half negative and half positive. And yes, we can swing one way or another by our thoughts every day. But there are lots of times when it's useful to feel anger and sadness. If someone dies, or if my children are hurting, I don't want to feel happy about it. 
I believe that we're meant to experience all of the feelings or we wouldn't. And we couldn't know happiness if we didn't know sadness. We couldn't know gratification without knowing frustration. I live in the desert and I walk my dog off road. And I don't know, it's been a while back. There was a rattlesnake on our path. And that was useful to feel fear. I told, it told me to call my dog back. It told me to take a different path out of the way of danger. Seeing the snake was the circumstance. And it created a thought of, oh my God, that's a rattlesnake, which triggered the feeling of fear and caused the action I took. Fear was totally useful. Although it didn't feel good, and it stayed, has stayed with me for a long time on many walks after that until I was able to create new neural pathways or new thinking. But in the moment, the fear was very useful. I remember feeling it and the fear themselves, the fear itself wasn't dangerous. It wasn't It was created by my thoughts. It was just a signal, just a message. The first step when this happens is to find the thought that creates the current feeling. And then if you choose to, you can change that thought to another thought that you still believe is 100% true. Now this is key, okay? And I want you to be really careful because it's easy to get into thought swapping is what I call it. And you don't want to swap out thoughts until you really understand that the feeling you have is created by the thought and not the circumstance. Okay. But when you're to that place, you can choose a different thought. Okay. And again, it has to be real. We talk about affirmations and affirmations don't work when we're just thinking something and we're not connected to the thought emotionally. It doesn't feel true in our body. It has to be a believable thought. It has to feel true in your body. Again, affirmations don't work here and truly they don't work at all if you don't believe them in your body. Saying I'm skinny in front of a mirror isn't going to change the thought, I'm fat, unless I believe it. Your brain will reject it, okay? But again, before you change a thought that is creating your current feeling, you have to identify the thought, okay? We are all viewing the world on autopilot. It's how we were made, and there's nothing wrong with that unless we are ready to level up our thinking and our experience of life and create more of what we want on purpose. As we have views, we, we have the views we have, we are also looking for proof that our beliefs of the world are true. And that is really what thoughts do. Thinking the same thoughts over and over creates our beliefs. That's what our thinking is, okay? Beliefs are just thoughts we've thought over and over again. All right? And a lot of times our thinking is 
useful and sometimes it's not. When it's not serving us, we have to be able to identify it's just a thought and it's not the truth about the world or the circumstance or us. When we do that, we get leverage to change the thoughts and therefore the entire experience we're having. We become less, we become less reactive, defensive, we become less hurt, resentful, and we get to live more peaceful, joyful, productive lives. And we also get to let go of controlling others and let them live how they want to live without it, without it affecting our experience. So let's go through a few examples just so you can get this concept a little bit more. Okay, let's make sure we're really clear one more time on the difference between a circumstance and a thought because that's going to be so important. If you take nothing else away from this, just knowing the difference between a circumstance and thought is going to change so much in your life. All right, let's go through some examples of circumstances. It's raining at my house. We could all agree that's a circumstance because we could prove it. Everyone would agree. It doesn't have any subjectivity or opinion in it as opposed to the thought, it's a crappy day. Okay? Some people might love the rain and would prefer it over a sunny day. So to them, it wouldn't be a crappy day. The thought, it's a crappy day, also creates more emotion than a fact that it's raining at my house. So it's raining at my house is a circumstance. Let's do another one. My daughter hasn't called me today. That's a circumstance. We can prove it. The thought, she never calls me. I always have to call her. My daughter isn't sensitive and selfish. Those are all thoughts. None of it is fact that everyone would agree on. It's all opinion. If I say my daughter is selfish, her best friend might feel like she's the most generous person ever. My daughter hasn't called me today is a neutral fact that has no meaning until we make it mean something by having a thought about it. The thoughts I have about the circumstance my daughter hasn't called me today are optional. The thoughts I have mentioned are what create the emotions and then I feel hurt, sad, or angry. If I choose a thought like, she must be busy, I would have a different feeling. Let's do one more. My partner says, you're doing it wrong. Again, his words are the circumstance. It's his exact words. I can make it mean that he's being an ass or he's mean or grumpy or it's judgmental or a know-it-all or that he doesn't love me or a dozen things. I might think he should be nicer. He shouldn't say things like that. All of the thinking is optional. The circumstance is not optional. We can't change the circumstance, but we can only change our thoughts about it. Okay? I can choose to think anything I want about that circumstance. 
So if the circumstance, it's raining at my house, and I think we needed the rain, I'm probably going to feel an emotion of gratitude. And gratitude feels amazing. It's very useful. In fact, it has a really high vibration. It helps us show up better in our lives and in the world, right? When we're feeling grateful. Thinking we need the rain, it's probably not something I'd want to change. I like that thought. I want to keep thinking that. It's also not a problem for me to think it's kind of a crappy day. But notice that the more that I think that, the less gratitude I get to feel and the more dissatisfaction I feel instead. And then if I start telling everybody else, it's such a crappy day, I just feel crappier and crappier. That's my result. So you want to just be on to yourself to remember it isn't about feeling happy and grateful and that everything is unicorns and butterflies all the time. All totally healthy, highly functioning human beings will feel negative emotion half the time and positive emotion half the time. And if this is you, you're doing it totally right. But know you get to choose. Because what you choose will change your experience. It will change your result. Let's look at the next one. My daughter hasn't called me today. If I think she's insensitive and selfish, I might be feeling angry or frustrated. Be sure when you are choosing an emotion, it is just one word and not another thought. Feelings are almost always one word. Happy, excited, determined, grateful, frustrated, angry, sad. All are just one word. When I think I'm feeling frustrated because my daughter is insensitive and selfish, I can start questioning it. I can decide if I want to feel frustrated. Okay. Notice I didn't say I'm feeling frustrated because my daughter didn't call me. That's putting your feelings back on the circumstance which is out of your control. The circumstance which you likely can't change. It's making how you feel dependent on something outside of your control. And when you do that, you are giving your power to someone or something else. The ability to feel positive is then up to the circumstance, which really stinks. It's disempowering. You have the ability to change your thought. Again, you get to choose... Do I want to continue to feel frustrated? And the logical answer your brain will give to this question is no. Why would I want to be frustrated? But the truth is sometimes we do. I'm not saying this is necessary or useful, but I just notice in myself and in other people that when I try to talk them out of being frustrated, sometimes they just want to make a case for that why they want to be frustrated. And that's that's, again, totally fine. And when you're aware of your thoughts, you get to choose it on purpose. It doesn't mean I need to call my daughter and tell her how I think she should treat me. It doesn't mean she's a bad person and I will grow old with no friends 
and no relationship with her because she's selfish. I ju- it just means that I'm going to be frustrated. And other times I decide I really don't want to be frustrated. I don't want to sit here thinking about it. I just want to go on with my day. I just want to let her day be hers and my day be mine. Or I might just decide to call her because I know I'm better at it. I'm better at calling. Did you know that you can just decide that you're better at something and you don't have to have all the drama? So identify what you're currently thinking and recognize that you are currently, recognize what you're currently feeling and then either make peace with that knowing that you're going to be with that feeling or choose to think something different that generates a different emotion that again feels true. So let's look at the last one. The circumstance we looked at was my partner said I did it wrong. My thought was he's being an ass. If I'm thinking this, then it's likely I'm going to feel irritated and then my actions might go would be to be an ass right back. In this situation, I'm actually doing something called mirroring. Can you think of a time you've done this? Someone does something to you or says something to you and you don't like it, and then you proceed to do the same thing right back. Okay? But notice that it's not my partner saying the words that makes me feel bad. It's the thought he's being an ass that's causing the feeling. The other thing to notice is I'm judging him for judging me. And that also makes me feel awful. When we're judging, often it's because we're judging ourselves. It also makes us feel bad because of what we're making it mean about us. I might be judging myself for being wrong, or maybe I'm making it mean that I'm not smart, or he always does it better. And all that does is bring on more negative emotions. Again, sometimes it really feels like circumstance is the cause of the feeling, but I promise you it's not. So rather than think my partner should be nicer and that she should just say things that make me feel good all the time, what really needs to happen is that I should be nicer to me and not judge myself. I should think of all the ways I'm smart. Another way that mirroring shows up is we get negative about other people's negativity. We think she's so negative. All she does is notice how bad things are in the world. All she does is gossip and criticize people. Notice how I'm criticizing her and putting her down. We also do this when people are judgmental. He's so judgmental. He shouldn't judge people. And now I'm judging him and what I'm saying in my reaction, right? So fascinating. You can just decide he or she can be who they are, say what they want to say, and you can move on with your life. It's okay for them to be negative or to judge. I don't have to mirror any of it. I don't have to react. I can just be me. 
one of my favorite thoughts is, isn't that fascinating? We can decide that whatever it is, is just not a big deal and I'm not going to make it a problem. Do you see what I'm saying? We have our own back when we do that. So really start noticing the thoughts that are creating your feelings and that decide if you want to keep those thoughts or if you want new ones that create a new feeling. Remember that your thoughts matter. They're creating your current emotion. They're creating your current results. Your thoughts and your feelings create your results. Okay, so I want you to just start applying this. Just start playing with this a little bit in your life. Start by just noticing how you're feeling and connect it back to a thought. Notice the thoughts you're thinking, okay? You can do daily thought downloads. Just write down all the thoughts you're thinking. It's like cleaning out the cupboard of your mind. Pull it all out and decide what you want to put back. And if you want to take this work deeper, I want to invite you to a free call with me. We'll take you through a before and after process so you can see exactly what you're thinking and how it's creating your results and what you can do differently. Okay? So to do that, you can click on the link. Um, I'll put it in the notes to my calendar. Or you can just shoot me an email at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L-L-E, at JanelleJJAI.com with a couple of days and times that work for you and we will get a call set up. It's all free. Isn't that cool? Now, have a great weekend, everybody.